Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. This is another episode just for you, the listener. Now, today's episode is actually inspired by somebody who didn't necessarily ask a question, but her actions were speaking and screaming to me that she really needed some help. And unfortunately, this type of person is not somebody I can help. Now, no, well, she might be a narcissist, but I don't know. I haven't had enough of a conversation to decide that. But what is going on is this very definite behavior that screams of underlying abuse that's still rampant in her system. And, you know, I've looked through her profile. We've messaged back and forth several times. And every time she messages me, it's like she takes offense to what I say and how I say it. And and there's always this, you know, she doesn't get it. And there's, and I keep saying, well, like, if you don't like me, just unfriend me. It's okay. And yet she hangs on. And so I'm like, okay, there's definitely something going on here. And so I look through her profile and I see someone who is very clearly involved in holistic healing, you know, possibly shamanic practices and, you know, has done or appears to have done a fair bit of inner work. And yet there's this inability to see things as where the other person's coming from. So this person sent me a little thing. I thought it was funny. So I sent back an LOL and she was like, why do you think that was funny? Like, what? I don't get it. (laughs) I'm like, well, I don't know. I thought it was funny. And so there's this miscommunication. And, And I wanted to kind of dive into this just to give you guys a heads up that This is something that I see repeatedly when people have trauma locked in their bodies that they haven't really dealt with on that deep layer. This is one of the ways that that gets expressed is the, you know, that friction between people where things that people say are irritating, annoying, taken wrong. So they quite often take offense to things when, you know, the other person just does not mean to be offensive by it. They're just being them. And it's because that residue is still sitting in the system that there's this underlying, you know, kind of program of being on high alert. And when you're on high alert, you're looking for where people are, you know, out to get you, where people are not having your best interest. And so if you're always looking for it, of course, you're going to find it. I mean, ask any of the gurus that are out there when they talk about whether it's law of attraction or how the brain works or any of those moods uh, edit that Steve. Um, so any of those streams, we have the same thing coming in where what you focus on is what you see more of. And even if we look at, you know, some of the studies that they do and saying, well, our perception can be different in the same event. You know, you take four people who've seen the same car accident, and they will all describe it differently, even though it's the same event. They describe it differently. They, they pick up different things because of the filters of who they are and their experience. And so we know this. We know that this is what happens. And so that's what's going on when we're showing up in the world. And when we still have that trauma stuck in our body, basically we have this trauma filter that we filter everything through our lives. And, and there's this overlay, even if it's subtle, there's this overlay of, are you out to get me? Are you going to hurt me? And, you know, when you grow up in an abusive situation or you live in an abusive situation for a while, 
having that filter is vitally important. It really is because you need to know how do you protect yourself or, you know, as much as you possibly can when it comes to a crazy abusive person, you do what you can to survive. However, going out and applying that same filter to the rest of the world is not necessarily helpful. So we have this situation where this woman, and I'll call her Sue, you know, she's unable to see my side and see where it would be funny. And she's taking offense to it. And, and I, you know, I had put pushed back a little bit and just said, you know, hey, it doesn't seem like we can really communicate that we're not really clicking. And, you know, again, she's not hearing what I'm saying and then sends me an invitation to call her office to book a time with her assistant to have a conversation to, I think she was trying to solicit me. Not at all where I was going. Um, So it was just, it's just these funny little things. Anyway, the point of this is that twofold. One, A, if you're coming across people and you're getting that kind of reaction to, you know, just be on a little bit of a, you know, an awareness in the back of your mind so you can have some compassion for them. Like these are wounded beings. They're doing the best they can, but unfortunately you're getting the filter of, I'm not sure that you are a big, scary person that I need to protect myself from or whether it's okay for me to relax around you. So that's one piece so that you can kind of, you know, pull back and relax. The other thing is that if you are that person, if you're always on edge, on guard, you know, you're reacting to things that everybody says you and possibly you're not going to see it that way. Possibly you're sitting there thinking, why is everybody against me? Why does everybody make fun of me? You know, why don't they get me? Um, Why are they not helping me? And (laughs) these are the things I know for myself, having been a professional victim for a number of years, I would say I was like really attached to that for a good 20 years of my life. I was so attached to playing the victim. And I really did believe that, you know, people were out to get me and, you know, why couldn't they see how brilliant I was and they should just help me. And I didn't realize that I was always giving off this victim energy. And it's uncomfortable for other people to be around if they've not, you know, if they're going for something bigger, they don't necessarily want to be around people who are stuck in victim mode. And why should they? Right. And so it's that mindset. So if you're finding that you feel like the world is out to get you, or even just in subtle ways that, you know, why aren't the opportunities coming to me? You know, why is it that when I pitch for whatever, or I ask to be on somebody's show, why am I not getting on there? there may be a component of this going on. Now, granted, it could also be that your pitches suck and you just need to get some expert help on how to word it because there's definitely an art to that. Not one I've mastered, definitely one that I seek help. So I have two people that I rely on. Um, Gita, who I've had on the show, and Susie Parkis, both awesome, awesome people for pitching and PR and understanding that whole world. Okay, that aside... So if it's not the logistics of what you're doing, then we need to look at what's going on inside. Where are your filters? What's the residue? Have we really cleared it out? And if not, then this is the time to do some of that deeper work and digging in. And this is not anything that I'm going to give you tools over this podcast to start digging in, because if we're talking about trauma, 
or and or sexual abuse trauma, this is not necessarily something to go digging at on your own. You want to have support, whether it's me or someone like me, definitely reach out and get that stuff moving out of your system because I promise that when you clear it at a deep level, you will feel a sense of ease. You're going to feel like you connect with other people more readily. You're going to find opportunities come to you because people want to be around you because your energy shifted. And so all these things rule so much easier in your life and in your business, your relationships are easier, you know, whether it's your primary relationship or your family relationships, all of those things suddenly are so much easier for you to be in, even if they're a little bit crazy. You know, we all have crazy family, but it's a lot easier to be around them and not take it on when you have healed your own core trauma and really got that out at a level where you can sit with it and be okay, to be okay in around other people. So I think one of my challenges in trying to get through to people that this is something that needs to be done is that a lot of people who have done a surface level, they're like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm functioning. I'm good. I can get out there in the world. And and it's it's that next layer where it's like, are you? How much are you willing to be vulnerable? How much are you willing to, you know, to be in this space where people hate you, people judge you, you know, you're taken not seriously, or, you know, they slight you in ways. These are all symptoms of that abuse residue being in place and needing to just get to a different way of being. So I will stop on my case of (laughs) if that's you, please get help. And if you're coming across other people who have this kind of reaction, that it's compassion and don't tell them that this is what's going on. Because it's rare that you can go up to somebody and say, hey, I think you have trauma stuck in your body and you should get some therapy. (laughs) Uh, I've tried it. It doesn't work that way. So just be compassionate, have some space for them. And if you need to remove them from your circle, because you need to do what's best for you. So have an awesome day and we'll see you on the next episode of the Inner Dominatrix podcast. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.